Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Click This fans, want to get closer to the show than ever? Join Click This TV. With two levels to choose from, Click This TV offers early commercial-free access to wrestling's hottest podcast, plus live audience tapings of their show every friggin' week, and your chance to participate with Kevin and Sean in the monthly Nash and Friends watch-along show. Head to clickthistv.com now and get inside the show that's just too sweet. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussions. Kev, you had one thing to do this week. Remember your sunglasses. You had, you had one job. I, I, and I took them off right before I w- walked up here. <laughs> Should have done the show from the car. Do that one week. You just, just cruise like Daytona. Tilt the camera so, like, it's you, but, like, out the window, too. So. I don't. I don't. You could see the masses. See, this music's too loud for me to. I can't talk over it. Here it is, but I listened to the the mix on. Um, I know, but I I, I I'm not gonna. I, I feel like yeah, I have yeah, to yell. A, yeah, it's. Well, and now that's even better because it's uh, over. Yeah, but I would rather just wait to start instead of. I feel like I, you know, I'm, I'm screaming. Well, I'll hum through it or something. Then. Well, just wait. Or I'll vamp. Just it's it's the fucking stones. Ish. Ish. It's Dale. Click this, the Kevin Nash podcast. He's Kevin. I'm Sean. If you're looking for other people, you may want to try the Supreme Court. They may be there. The robes, the nine robes might be one of those. So I have to start this with like a spoiler announcement alert. I feel like the succession finale was one of the most anticipated... Um, I saw it was everywhere. I mean, people were tweeting about it. There was two fucking articles, Saturday and Sunday in the Times. When's the last time something was this hotly anticipated to answer a question on a show? Maybe Sopranos? Sopranos, maybe, yeah. Yeah, another HBO show. Breaking Bad. Uh, you know what? I missed that in the first run, so, so maybe. I just don't... Uh... Oh, maybe Game of Thrones. I didn't want to study that. It's a little too out there. So anyway, so you mute. How, how is Game of Thrones too out there? Because, all right, because when there are other... I have a thing with... Like, fantasy is fine, but when I have to learn the rules of, like, new universes and, like, um, 
other otherworldly type existences. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work up front. It's hard enough for me to become invested in, in characters no in this world. Fucking so so you 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 were that kid that didn't watch Star Trek growing up. You know what I did, and that was it. Like I didn't get really hooked into Star Wars a little. Like I saw the first three. Star Wars is fucking that's adolescent shit. Yeah, well, yeah, I caught I, I caught them. See, I, my, I wasn't my, I wasn't my wife. My wife read all the Game of Thrones, so I always got the the um, the cliff notes. Yeah, on the characters. Bayonne, Bayonne, Bayonne's own. I thought that second, uh, the one they followed it with was, was good. House of Dragons. Different than House of Cards? Spacey in that one too, or no? No, Spacey was not in House of Dragons. No. Any, uh, any, uh, gay threesomes, uh, in House of Dragons, like in, uh, House of Cards when the Secret Service agent, uh, starts going to town on Spacey? Or vice versa, I guess. None. All right, I'm just chatting. Just, it's just, it's that's so fucking old news. Right, I'm just, but I want to know if if the the recipe is the same. The title's very close. I want to know how much of the contents were the same. All right, so so success. So, where do you rate the succession finale? Did it deliver for you? Giving you guys plenty of time to mute if you, um, you know, if you're worried I, about hearing something. I accepted it. Mm, that sounds like a very neutral comment. I accepted it. It was like, all right. <clears throat> but don't you think that I, I thought it was kind of perfect, and I and I talked. I got texts right away from people. This is bullshit. And I said, listen, when Caesar goes, the empire falls. No one can resurrect. A fallen empire, and that's it. Everyone lost. So when Everyone you watch lost. when you watch The Sopranos, did you? No, not everybody lost. Um, Everyone lost. Oh, okay. So the, at the end, the guy, the the guy in the limo, the guy in the limo's incompetence will have him foisted from the job. The the terror on his face that he's actually been given a responsibility, and he knows. He cannot fucking but do it. And the person not, beside not, him in the limo. Now you're giving me a Sopranos fucking, you're giving me an analogy to the Sopranos finish. You're fucking booking something that does, is, that's, you have that's no idea. Come. That's to come. No, it's not going to, it's not. Gonna what were you going to say about the Sopranos? You're going to ask me if Tony got shot or not. Yeah, Tony gets shot or not. Am I'm going to say no. I said, I said no. My, right, my, my son said yes. I thought the whole point, the song, Don't Stop Believing, the movie never ends, it goes on and on and on. It's more of the same. What are they talking about at dinner? Life. Oh, uh, what's the name got engaged? Oh, here comes the trial. Doesn't look good for me. Same shit. It goes on and on without end. Right. So. That was my no, interpretation. I, yeah, I just, I thought that the finish was the finish. I thought that, it, I mean, it worked. Rome fell. Rome fell. Well, Ro Ro Rome, Ro Roman was out of it anyway after he fucking shit the bed. Oh, Roman, the, right. <laughs> he, shit, he shit the bed at the funeral. So you, you, think think, was, 
Oh know, yeah, he, he was he was dead. He was he, he was dead. Totally was out of the game. Yeah. Which fucking hurt hurt his his brother's chances. Right. You know? Do you think that the names had significance like uh Shiv, like like the like yeah. like, a, like a Shiv, Kendall, Kendall, you know, all like, you know, nothing really there. Ken- Kendall was fucking so um if you watch the entire series, Kendall was 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 manic. He was schizophrenic. He fucking suicidal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just didn't. I didn't. I thought that the fucking scene with the blender out at the at the mother's crib was was mm-hmm. just like. I said, man, this is just this doesn't. It's not going to play out this way. Well, the amateurish uh, uh, playfulness in the um, okay. See, here. so Steve has some research here. The characters have been intentionally chosen by the show's creator, Jesse Armstrong, to reflect the personality traits. Okay, Logan Roy means little hollow. Shiv is a term for a knife. Tom's last name. Wamsgans is a rare surname of German origin. Its root means goose. Wamba. Yeah, so I, I, I guess they're being a little playful with the names. I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. I thought it was a sufficient ending. And, yeah. Uh, and, a, and a great show. I, I always. I really thought they could have got another year out of it. Mm. They probably could have. Would they go four? They went four. They right. went four. I think they could have gave it to the brothers and then had that fucking implode. But bottom line is like at the, you know, when they're sitting there at the end and and he's sitting on the park bench, you know, overlooking the, the, the fucking river, I'm thinking they sold the fucking thing for what, 140 how much did they sell it for yeah it was it was a high offer the stock price got raised actually right and that was uh, yeah. the plane and so you know it's like everybody walked out of there you know a billionaire so it's like but they had money before it was it was more than the money it was it well was that's like that remember purpose. that that scene with the the father and and, and uh he says, to him, what, what are you going to do with the $5 billion? Add it to the stack of the rest of your billions? And the father, you know, and Cox said, yeah. He goes, why? I should give it to you? Make your, make your own goddamn fucking pile. <laughs> you know? So. so what do you think? Prequel? Are we going to learn how Logan Roy became Logan Roy? His, his, his young days starting ATN? Well, I was looking here, and I don't know if Wesley put it. I think Wesley put that that Succession does like bad ratings. But does anything no, do does anything do ratings on nothing does? H- You'd have to combine on HBO streaming. They can track streaming. I think yeah. um, it did. I, I think it, it was averaging like two million, and then six million on a stream afterwards. So like a total of eight million. That's pretty. That's what I'm feeling like. Let's see. The series finale was 2.93. Yeah, okay. So the third bullet point says season four of Succession is averaging 8.7 million views per episode since it premiered. So that counts the live view plus the replays. 
which is nothing compared to like Steve, find me what the fucking what was the big Dallas? Remember who shot JR? That was 47 million households. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Is that yeah, it's probably something like that, right? So we talk about like getting 8 million people to watch this. 83 million. Are you fucking kidding me? 83, 83 million. Live, because there was there was no streaming. Yeah, with a Nielsen rating of fifty three point two. Jesus, what do you think a a sixty second spot cost on that gimmick? Hundred thirty bucks. What do you think Paul Mall? <laughs> what do you think Paul Mall paid to have their ad run? <laughs> right, merit. Yeah, eighty nine million. Households had a television in '84, and the show did 84 million. What did the show do? 83. So yeah. Every- so one million TVs were watching Lawrence Welk at the time. They just weren't on, right? They were they, they were they were at other people's cribs watching it. Unbelievable, tremendous, and that was a shitty payoff. <laughs> Oh, that it was, uh, what's her name? Yeah. Uh, I'm just, not spoiling anything for anyone who's rewatching Dallas on for Amazon the, for Prime. The, yeah, for the first fucking time, right? I'm going to start that right after I finish Love Boat. My my whole thing is this. If if you're not current, like, you get you get a week. And after that, fuck you. You know? <laughs> Would you spoil you. something for someone? I'm not spoiling. I'm just talking about. No, I said, did you it. at one time? Is it yeah, I, I, but I mean, they, it was like I gave several weeks, and, and I said that I couldn't believe that they killed Mike on fucking Breaking Bad, and all these fucking people went batshit, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, I, well, by by the way, should I should I not give you the Super Bowl score also, or <laughs> like fuck you? Yeah, that's in the paper the next day, so yeah. There's got to be a, an acceptable, if like, if there's got to be a rule. You know, like the, the asshole rule at the red light? Three seconds before you hit the horn. Light changes. Got to give the well, person see, time. I, I give them five. Well, you're a good person. No, fucking everybody's going to have a gun fucking July 1st. Well, I, <laughs> I might give them the, I'll give them the whole light. I'll sit through another red. Exactly. <clears throat> I'm going to start keeping some fucking astroglide so I can rub, fucking rub one out while I sit behind a guy. Okay, feedback from last week's episode. Okay, uh, all people who are worried about spoilers, Steve, send the uh, send the thing out that um, they can come back unmute. Feedback, food for thought, said, uh, Punk is a diva. He doesn't get his way, all hell breaks loose. I say e- AEW should let him go. Hopefully Triple H won't decide to make amends and rehire him to WWE. He deserves to be knocked down to working bingo halls. Well, that ain't going to happen. And just the just the fact that there was talk about He's punk not, coming or not coming they, drew all attention, all eyes back to AEW. Number one, they fucking didn't run the Sears Building; they ran the United Center. Okay, they ran the fucking they 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 ran the biggest arena possible. So what they're going to give they're, back? Yeah. They're going to give back that revenue? <clears throat> Fuck no. He's medically cleared. He's going to be there. 
tickets are it's like it's it's a no-brainer it's just, sold out anybody that anybody that wants to to fucking have some it's just you're you're fucking you're if you think that cm punk is not going to be on that show on the 17th you are a fucking mark okay buy it i yeah. just i i try to i try to stifle the everything's a work in me because i always fucking go there first it was like fucking uh... afford anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls how to refine your mental models and how to think about how to think paula while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year it is far less likely than it is on thirty thousand dollars a year right i would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight it was a hundred percent you need to make more money make smarter choices and build a better life afford anything wherever you listen i'll tell you what um was 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 Dom? You were at the at the gimmick where he he, he cut the promo saying I was a mark for him, right? Bring Dom up on the uh, on the screen. Yeah. Or does he still have there. his head under the pillow because he's Hello. worried about uh, yeah. the uh, spoilers? I was there. I yeah. asked him the question. I asked him the question. Well, what, 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 what did you ask him? So I told I said um, so I work for Adfree shows and I also work for Kevin Nash. Click this podcast and I was like. Oh, he's like, Kev, I'm a big fan of Kev. Or he's like, I'm a big fan of Kev. Kev's a big mark for me and saying all this kind of stuff. And so then um, after he ripped on me a little bit, he also was like, uh, so I asked him, I was like, so what do you think about what people can kind of learn from your kind of mentality of how you handle yourself, you know, on television, everything like that, and how Kevin Nash kind of handled himself. And so then he kind of was like talking about like how like, you know, everybody airs all their shit out on Twitter and grievances and all that kind of shit and everything like that. And so he kind of, went more into detail like that kind of kept it he was in character the whole time but he kept it yeah, he stays in character yeah which i love <laughs> i think it was so, great. so so okay so um when's he I coming want, on when's he coming on when, when did you book him for no i i'd like to i'd like to book him i could definitely try to do that but i, I tell you what one thing that um so i watched the go home to the pay-per-view mm-hmm. and they had you know to go to that four-way and so a couple little things for him if he's if he so he can he can watch this because nobody else will, will will have had this detail so he goes out and cuts a promo and he start he starts to cut the promo by saying that basically they were there since day 1 they didn't have the advantage of having national television someplace else they were the originals they built this place kind of babyface and then he said he caught himself and said man i'll take my ball and go fucking home you know i might not you know and they and he said because you fucking people don't respect me they booed he got to, he got his heat back so down comes uh darby and darby needs to fucking like his presence was very, it wasn't like he was given good verbiage, but he didn't deliver it. It was, it was, there was no emphasis. There was no, there wasn't like, you know, the character fucking looks cool, but he's, he's, you know, no matter how you look at it, he's just not, he's, he's diminutive. You know, he's not a, not a big guy, but what you I mean? He definitely is fearless, so he has that going for him. And it's not like 
like any of the guys in that match are, you know, are going to be considered big guys. So he kicks them in the fucking balls. You know, kicks Darby in the balls, and then instead, so then he's he's cocking now to hit him with that ring. Mm-hmm. What is the match about? It's a four-way for the championship belt. You take the belt off. You snap the fucking belt together. You don't send anybody else. You don't send Sammy until he fucking clocks him with the belt. So he clocks him with the fucking belt. Now he here comes Sammy. He rolls out with the belt. As he fucking walks out, he turns around. Here comes Jungle Boy. He swings at Jungle Boy with the belt. Jungle Boy ducks underneath it. He turns around. Jungle Boy kicks him in the stomach, catches the belt. Boom. Hits him. Leaves the champ laying. Undoes it. Lays the belt on him. You get the fucking camera guy to get the beauty shot with the champion laying there with the belt on him. And we're going. the whole time, the emphasis is on the belt, the belt, the belt, the belt. At one point, Jungle Boy went over and picked up a fucking face-down world championship uh, title. It was face-down. It was a brown piece of leather. It was, like, not taken care of. You know, and that's, that's a, it's a tiny, but if, 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 there's, if there's no significance to that belt, if it's just a fucking prop, then it makes it that much harder to fucking make that big. He already said he would take it. You know, he just, he, they just didn't put enough emphasis on what it was, and that was the, the fact that it was the, it's the world title. Right. To whereas the exact opposite was done with the new belt and uh, Rollins and AJ. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all about that belt, that belt, that belt, that belt, the belt, the belt. Who is fucking worthy of this belt. All right, Dom, you have your assignment. Get uh, MJF on. Okay. I can, I can make uh, it happen. The right. match was good, like, that they had. Yeah. Good story and everything like that. And, yeah. Um, you know, they tied a whole lot of stuff in there and made everybody get the highlight, and then MJF got the upper hand and, and you know, it did his chicanery, so it was good. No. Okay. Okay. Dom was wearing a, a, a tank top, and uh, you know, he's an Italian from Western Pennsylvania. I, his shoulders were strangely um, not hairy. I expected a much furrier, uh, like shoulder back action going on on Dom. Well, Scott wasn't Italian. What's that? Scott wasn't Italian. What do you have? Furry shoulders? Fuck! He's had to fucking lawnmower that motherfucker yeah, yeah, at night. I didn't... <laughs> No, I'd always be at the building. He'd be like, hey, Bundy. If I could, he'd just had the fucking tremor, and I'd be like, walk over there, bang. Oh, because Bundy was doing his head? No, Bundy. He just called me Bundy. Oh, he called, called you Bundy? Yeah. yeah. Everybody was Bundy. Excellent. Uh, Earth Dog Big Brother Fan says... Get some Kevin Sullivan, Russo, Waltman as guests on the show. Well, listen, we we uh, we had our first Nash and Friends with Kevin, Sean Waltman. Uh, we'll definitely have Kevin. 
What was guy? We'll have all those guys. Well, all those guys. Is, Ru- is Russo still? Is Russo still doing his podcast? He still is. He still has that uh, the brand network. I can hit him up. We still talk every once in a while. I mean, I, I've always got along with. I've got along with all those guys. Absolutely. We're going to play a little bit of the Waltman today to show you guys what you get. If you join the 11 Soft Club, go to clickthistv.com to be part of it. Clickthistv.com. Sean and I, at this point of this taping, will have just uh, spent the weekend together in uh, Des Moines. Not me and Kevin. He's talking about Waltman. Yeah. By the time you guys see this on Monday, Kevin will have me. You're returning Monday? Yeah, I fly, I fly back on Monday. He'll be on his way back after having hung with his boy. <clears throat> um, so, um, Earth Dog, we'll, we'll, we'll get to them all. I got one more, uh, one more real quick question, guys, and I'll, I'll jump off here. Uh, Go ahead. Cornette, uh, Jim Cornette, I know you guys bust on him a lot in the podcast. You know, being from Louisville, I've had breakfast with him, have, I've had meals with him, I've met him in person. I mean, how is he overall received in the industry? I know I know his his views are way out there and stuff, and, it, and it's easy to hop on the, the corny bash bandwagoner. But, I mean, is he pretty well received in the industry overall, or is it kind of split in the middle? We always do it with love on the show, if that's what you're talking about. I think no, we, it's we, great. Trust me, we like porn every time. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think that. I don't think that. I, I, I can speak for myself. Um, I have. There's absolutely no heat with with Jim Cornette. You know, like I, I've said it, you know, several times. I'm, I'm sure on the show that, you know, at TNA, he and I were we we were, you know the guy having the same argument in the room of that doesn't make sense. And me and Corn, I'd be like, that, that doesn't make sense. Why, why would we do that? Cause we're going to fucking stack the fucking finish. It's going to be a, a bunch of high spots. That doesn't make any sense. But. Sean, you, uh, you a corny fan as well. I always was, you know, like, I mean, I was a fucking supermarket when I was a kid. You know, so I like the fucking the nice brush, and you know, Cornette was great on the stick, and you know, so yeah, he's just he's a real smart guy. I don't like if I have like fucking I I mentioned this on my show one time. I just like even if I do have like a disagreement with something Cornette says, I fucking I don't fucking air it out in public, you know, because. Um, I'm not like a guy that likes to go back and forth with people, and like I, so he could fucking slice you and dice you, you know. And I just don't want to get like I'm good. <laughs> Kev, like, fucking Kev can still go to battle with you. I'm not nah, gonna. No, he's Cornette. <laughs> Cornette just just the fucking the willpower to put out fucking 23 hours a fucking week of. A fucking program, he's and it's one episode. It's like the Chinese. Yeah, it's I like the Chinese, Chinese army, man. <laughs> uh, Delbert Prince. I would like to see a podcast with Hulk Hogan as a special guest talking about the NWO. I think we should do a whole NWO episode. So get everybody on that we I can. Think, I think that I think the NWO um, is that those story uh, that played out. Yeah. Yeah, it might drive some merch sales. You never know. We'll send our people out to get the new shirt. There's always one. The new Funko. 
How often do they re- redo those? When do you get a new Funko? Like every six damn I think months? I, somebody told me I'm getting a Big Daddy Cool Funko. A Big Daddy Cool Funko? Mm-hmm. Okay. How many versions do you have? Mm. Well, if you count the Super Shredders, because I'm the, I'm the only one, that, uh, only human that played Super Shredder, I think there's four Super Shredders. And then a Kevin Nash and a Diesel. Okay. So, so six. Yeah, they are. Uh, Looking at them there. Okay. Very good. That one, that's the best one is that little tiny one there that, and with me with my legs in, in effect because I had so many matches in a singlet. Zero. Yeah, I'm looking at the – that was the short hair – what when would this have been? Well, that I wore that um, singlet to the Royal Rumble in maybe two thousand and thirteen. Oh, okay. With that, okay. So, I guess they just didn't want to put pants on me. And your and your hair was cut that tight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my hair. I my once I once I cut my my when hair. You went to TNA, I know. Oh, I had long gray hair then. But when did you cut, when did you do the short gray first? Well, I, I did the short gray because I did the um, I did the Punisher that I followed that with Longest Yard. Right. And they got lazy on Longest Yard and just spray painted my hair blonde every day instead of, co- instead of coloring it. And then when, when the movie was over, I came home and I was gray. Right. Uh, King Gurashemi, need to start a NWO podcast group by getting some other podcasts together under one banner. You can start with Ted's. Ted Turner. NWO Podcast Network, like Podcast Heat. Uh, Kev thinks it's played out, buddy. Another time. No, I just, yeah, it's just, number one, we don't own the NWO. Correct. You know, if you don't, it's, you know. You couldn't show the copyright. You could talk about it. You just couldn't. You have to change the spray paint a little bit there. The mark. I uh, just. There's somebody, some guy called me, wanted to, you know, to, to get my input on a book. And I'm like, Jesus, like, how, I, I think I've sat down in the last five years and spoke, you know. 35 to 50 hours on, on NWO shit. And it's like, uh, it, I was like, Scott, it's like, and, and Sean, you know, kiddo was the same way. It's like, how many fucking times are you going to, I did uh, that hidden treasure show. And after it was over with, they sat me down and the guy said, okay, we just get a couple of questions. And he went right to the NWO. I said, fuck this. You know, that was the first time. That's the first thing I'd done since Tristan passed. And I, was, I, I did it because, man, I, I knew Mick would. I, I knew that Mick would make me laugh. Like Mick was the, was. I was going to spend the day with Mick, and I, I looked forward to it because we've, we've always had. We, I've never had a bad time traveling with Mick or hanging out with Mick. Or just we've always, and you know, he he's very topical, and you know, we always have good conversations and. So I knew that that would be a very good um, test of going back into the water. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
What, um, I guess it's kind of like, I mean, if you're Namath, like, are you going to talk about the 69 Jets? Uh, like, again? yeah. Like, or, that or be season, it, yeah, how much no. is there to say about that season? Yeah, yeah it's such, okay, I don't want to talk about that. Okay, how about that time on Monday Night Football when you were drunk? <laughs> really? That's it? The whole, they um, had a thing the other day on Instagram, and it just was the Jets logo. And the guy said, name the first player that comes to mind. And I was thinking to myself, like, Joe Namath. Yeah, of course. And I looked, the first answer is Mark Sanchez. And I went, fuck, I'm no. old. No <laughs> way. Anyone who knows their, you know, and you don't have to be old. Anyone knows their history. Um, I was going to say Pat Ryan, but. Uh, uh, hey, but, fuck, you know where he went to college? Tennessee. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. He was, he was, and he did, he, he played sporadically at Tennessee. But I, th- I bet you Pat Ryan did 11 or 12 seasons in the NFL holding a clipboard. Yeah. He he looked like a fucking pro quarterback. Yeah. And the f- chiseled fucking. Just didn't play like that, which is the problem. You know, uh, he, had, he was a good, he was a good drop back. They, they, they had some shitty. They didn't have a team around them. No, they, they didn't have a, 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 no offensive line. The notorious TNS. I think it'd be awesome if Nash showed up, teamed with Sting and the Wolfpack colors at AEW and go at Kenny Omega and somebody for Wolfpack versus Bullet Club, but it turns into a comedy. The notorious TNS. Yeah, it would, it, it would be a fucking comedy fucking trying to get me to fucking leave my feet. Like fucking like watching Benny fucking, fucking Benny Hill special. Play the Benny Hill music when they come to the ring. Good day, says I'm sure 15 years Good day, says I'm sure 15 years of predictability and scripting have nothing at all to do with the decreased demand for live wrestling shows. Nothing at all. Yeah, because it's it that was it, it was the that, those 15 years were the only 15 years that had been scripted. So, yeah, you're absolutely fucking <laughs> spot on. Well, the predictability, he's got a point there. When was the last time you were surprised by something in wrestling? I was in the 90s. People talk about Russo, but everyone People, tuned in to see what you were going to get shocked by I next. get so fucking tired of somebody that was a fan in the, in, the, in the Attitude Era and says, man, it's just not the same. You know, and it's just like, yeah, because you're fucking 58 years old now, motherfucker. It's like, guess what? I guarantee you if you were to pick up a baseball card and smell it, and it was the card that had the fucking bubblegum stick on it, it wouldn't have the same fucking... But you don't think the... You're saying that, that our uh, our nostalgia fades, but um, you don't think that... Uh... No, I think our nostalgia fucking goes the opposite way. I think nostalgia-wise, oh, you're like, keeps it and right, all right. Our expectations fade because of our nostalgia, but right. you don't think the product was was superior from a creative standpoint? I'm talking about those years that you had quarter fucking ratings that were reported the next morning, and you were chasing when, them. when the only place you could get inside information was a fucking dollar ninety nine eight hundred number. 
You got to look at the fucking. You got to look at the at the at the universe. No one can be swerved today. We'd know about it. You're saying it's pretty. I mean, we can get we can get probably within fucking two thousand dollars of what they have for a house right now at the United Center with uh, cl- the first collision. We could find that information. You're right. We could. No, nothing's so, a secret I, anymore. Yeah, there's no. So, so like that. That alone tells you that, that, that you, you, if you can get worked, it's because you. I mean, if you want to get worked, mm-hmm. you know, that's the whole thing. Like when I watch a match, I'm. There's a lot of times I'll be like, "Fuck yeah!" Like, good job. Like, good pacing on the false finishes. But when you use your finish for a false finish, and, and it's you know a rock bottom followed by a Cena fucking gimmick followed by a rock bottom followed by, if you do that and you do that 19 times in a row, what made that fucking 23rd time you fucking took the guy's finish the one that, you know? I get it. You get knocked the fuck out. You get knocked out. You know. Yeah, I get it. So. Once you once you put MMA and put that against it, and you're so used to seeing, even even on Instagram or on, I'm not a TikTok guy, but um, you see a guy kick somebody in the shin, and their fucking leg does a V, like it's kind of fucking hard to watch a guy kick a guy in a pro wrestling match in the side of the head. And the guy fucking doesn't even take a bump. You yes. know? Yeah. It's, kind of, it's, it's it's very difficult for me to go, all right. Got it. So. Yep. I, all right. Get rid of your credit card debt, get a lower monthly payment, and skip your next two house payments at SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to save thousands with SaveWithConrad.com. Find out how much money you can save right now at SaveWithConrad.com. I want everyone to take a little test. I'm going to read you a question, and I want everyone to vote A, B, C, or D. Our live audience can do this too. If you'd like to be part of our live audience every week for the tapings, uh, please go to clickthistv.com and become an 11 soft member. And uh, you're here with us. You're here with us live. All right. So here's the time. I'm going to read you the question. This is this is in regards uh, to, uh, don't show the answer, Steve. This is in regards to uh, Thomas Edison creating the light bulb and how it changed people's lives. This is a fourth grade level test. All right. Before people strain to read by candlelight, this is the passage, before people strain to read by candlelight, now they could read comfortably with adequate light. As used in this sentence, what does adequate mostly mean? I'm going to read you four choices. A, dark. B, good. C, bad. D, bright. Okay? Before people strain to read by candlelight, now they could read comfortably with adequate light. As used in the sentence, what does adequate mean? A, dark, B, good, C, bad, D, bright. Everyone vote. I'm saying good. Everyone's voting for good. Steve, you can't vote. You saw the answer. What about the audience? Everyone's with B. No one's, no one's voting for bright. 
as oh. used in this sentence. What does adequate mean? If, if, if somebody gave me, if somebody was to give an adequate, an adequate performance, I wouldn't say great. Yeah, it was good. Just good. How right. was the how was the finish of Succession? Uh, you thought it was adequate. It was adequate. I thought it was bright. Say, I thought it was adequate. You guys are absolutely correct. I thought I thought that this was a very confusing question. My daughter answered bright, and I was I got hot. I was like, this is ridiculous. In this sentence, by candlelight, the opposite of dark, where they couldn't read before, now they had bright light. But I I am I've been one hundred percent proven wrong by the audience. I'm deleting the letter to her teacher. I'm deleting the email to this company that that made the uh, that made the assignment. Based simply. Oh, now I've all right. Steve's got the definition of adequate up up here. It was by candlelight, so it was bright. There was adequate light. That's where I went. I have to go back to fourth grade. Barely satisfactory. Fourth, fourth fucking grade. They need to know barely satisfactory. This is wrong with education. If you're down in Florida, don't worry. Your kids did not get this test. They're they're still uh, no. all the. I saw an article. All the public libraries. I actually didn't see an article. Someone told me. Uh, they know somebody working. All the libraries at the schools now, not public libraries, have to scan the books into a special system that vets the titles. For appropriateness in schools, I, I didn't know that that Ryan Reynolds was involved in the cotton gin, in uh, it, the avi- the aviator cotton gin. Absolutely, the spinning yes. of. He was he's in everything now. He's got his hands in everything. No, just, he looks good for his age, though. Yeah, having been involved in the uh, the cotton gin. Yes. Are you in danger of being attacked by a killer whale by any chance uh, in Florida? I think you're okay. No, we're we're good. It's it's, it's Portugal. Water, the, the water's way too fucking warm here. Portugal and Spain. We're having some issues <laughs> with killer fucking whales. They're attacking boats. It's not people. Yeah. No. It's and they're they're supposedly a see uh, what a hap- docile what, creature. Well, yeah, but the, the oh yeah. Well, they don't. They don't attack us. I wouldn't want to be a fish. They, they, there's a ton of those fuckers. Uh, oh, where's that? Cape Town. There's a lot of uh, killer whales because there's so many gray whites. Right. I think that's where it's at. So there's that where that's where the Indian and the Atlantic Ocean meet is Cape Town. In Cape Town, it's because you have the the warm waters there that the uh, that the great whites seek out. You know, um, so the uh, so there's two theories as to why this is happening, why orcas are sinking boats. The first is somewhat logical. First is Biden. <laughs> the debt he, ceiling. They, yeah. They're they're enraged. It's it's Biden, and then it's the fucking uh, the fact that the vote was stolen. Those two things, because if there's one thing an orca can't stand, is a fucking fraudulent vote. And you see, he thought they said vote, boat, but it was vote. <laughs> vote, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. They're they're attacking the vote. They're hearing just so, is underwater. Yeah, yeah, it's just that's just it's. You no, you stupid around. orcas! It's fucking. It's not boat. It's the vote. Vote was stolen, <laughs> not the boat. Oh my bad. 
free then, my free my people. So the first they theory, have. Well, the second theory was uh, after the uh, fraudulent boat is uh, is that they're being playful. That it's uh, it's playfulness, and then the other thing I I heard was that f- f- the uh, the the junior orcas from growing up um, and seeing uh, the uh, um, injuries, the rudders causing injuries, that they were treating it I, like a predator. I, I thought they saw the fucking uh, that that controversial special on SeaWorld. Was it called Dark? Dark Water or whatever it was. I don't know. Was, was this a Ron DeSantis production? Is he going after SeaWorld next? Oh, they fucking, they, they had to shut all those fuckers down because the, they were the, the killer whales, the Shamus. Blackfish? Oh, Black, right. Yeah, yeah, Blackfish. Yeah, that was it. Can you say that in Florida? Blackfish? Yeah. Uh, no. You have, to, you have to change the <laughs> second part to face. Um, could you survive a shark attack? I'd like to know. What would you do? If attacked by a shark, yeah. Number one, I'd, I'd, I'd fucking, I would probably let it attack me because the only way that a shark's going to get me is I'm going to be fucking about thirty feet up on the beach. So like, I, I, I tell my everybody that's down here, like, you never go in the ocean. I'm like, dude, the day I pull up to a red light and I look over and there's a hammerhead driving an Escalade, I'll fucking get in the water. Until then, that's their domain. They can. That's have right. It. Yeah, because. If I lost half a foot, I'm sorry, man. I don't think I'm going to be able to fucking kick a football. So my life's over. And I think Tom Dempsey already fucking did that. So I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good with the laws of nature that, you know, yeah. that's your domain. I'm up here. I'm good. I don't need to and fly. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going out. Of plane. Yeah, I'm not going out on some Zodiac. I'm not going out on something that can turn over. If it ain't a fucking 90-foot fucking yacht. That's, you never did the alligator gimmick down there where you would go on those uh those Everglade boats, the fan fuck boats? Fuck no. Why? It's like people say it's ah, a good question. I, I can't know. believe a guy like you that you, you seem like you'd be such a motorcycle guy. Why? Because I at some point in my life I wasn't in the kitchen and fucking around with my with with a dozen eggs and drop one and it went hit the floor and fucking splatted. No, if it would have bounced up to me and I would have caught it, I'd say, you know what, fucking being on a motorcycle is not a bad idea. But until fucking until the egg wins, I think I'll fucking uh, I can barely drive a fucking car. <laughs> I can. Gonna take gonna take two fucking wheels away from me? Jesus. So how how the fuck do these guys come down on bike week and get fucking just? You got Hammered. a week. You got a week for everything. There was this fucking bike week. There's there's something called but, Jeep Week. Did we talk about this? That, dude, we have it's 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 a, any excuse to stand in the street like a drunken asshole. Giant fucking truck week. Um, I need a calendar for when all this stuff is, so I don't go anywhere near right, Daytona. Right, right now, like May is like. This is the month. May is the month where there's like not shit. I think Jeep Week starts out the month, and then once Jeep Week is is done, it's like all the servers of every restaurant. Like this is when you 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 tip thirty to forty percent, and they look at you like I'm gonna make rent. They um, 
there's uh, there's seemingly something constantly. And what's the strip that they all drive down? A one A Atlantic. Oh, they're on A one A for yeah. A one. I mean, but it looks but, smaller. But, but Bike Week. Um, oh, that's uh, Main Street. Well, then maybe all, like a single lane on each side. Yeah, that's Main Street. Okay, that's where a all lot the, of bars still. Yeah, but that's the, but that was where old school Bike Week. But now they've got. Rossmar, who owned the the big Harley Davidson place here, Daytona Harley, yeah, yeah, uh, Mr. Rossmar, who got he was killed in Sturgis. Couldn't believe that. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it's like anything else. It was like some fucking older couple that was was in a pickup truck carrying a like a large trailer, and they just as they started over, they didn't have the proper um, side mirrors. And they didn't didn't have clearance, so they just clipped him with that fucking trailer. Is that what happened? They went into his lane and uh, yep, with a trailer and ran, knocked him off off his. It was he was older anyway, you know. Was, but yeah, they fight, fight. It's just, but he built a place that was uh, one Daytona. He built it because they fucked with him, and Daytona, the, the city of Daytona, like across from his Harley Davidson place on Beach Street, is where fucking like. That's where Bike Week, all the tents were, and the, the broken spoke, and all those other things. And they just kept taxing and taxing and taxing, and laying the hammer down on him. He said, "You know what? Fuck you!" And he went out towards Palm Coast and built that big place out there. It was massive. Yeah, and they I mean they have the concerts are out there. It's and it it it, it really did a, a a great service to the city because it pulled everything. Like for people like me, like where I live on the beach, like we, we, yeah, you're still going to get people going up and down the beach road, but it's not like it used to be where you would, for a week, like you fucking, there was maybe take you 20 minutes to get out of your driveway. Would they go that far south? Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, the, the, the like we're the, next to my condo is a place called the North Turn. And that's the actual North Turn of the Indianapolis racetrack when they used to run on the beach. So if I look out if I look out my window, that stretch of beach right there, that was that's the back straightaway for the racetrack. And then the North Turn is exactly that. That's the northern part of the uh, the turn. And that's where the restaurants at, and then Atlantic was the road, and you go. And there's a couple. There's like a, one or two houses you could almost see that were kind of like concession type stands oh, yeah. that have been like redone. And yeah, so it's you know when I moved down here, man, it was fucking. It, it was there was it wasn't built up at all. Right. But but now it's. You speculated and bought some real estate, did you not? Yeah, I did. One. I mean, that was. It was it, my mom, you know, brought us the first time I ever saw the ocean was my mom brought us to Daytona Beach. Mm. So, hmm. um, I want you to watch this little skit. It's a very quick skit uh, that stars a young Donald Trump. And I'm going to ask you a question about it. Let me play this little uh, this little video here. It's a fun little thing that I found.
You know, you're really beautiful. And a woman that looks like that has to have her own special scent. Oh, thank you. Maybe, maybe you could tell me what you think of this scent. Smells like asshole. Mm, I like that. This, this may be the best of all. Crazy asshole. Oh, you dirty boy, you. Oh, oh. Donald, I thought you were a gentleman. Hm. You can't say I didn't try. Mayor Giuliani. So for those of you that are. Right, was it? Um, so those of you that are listening will have to watch the skit to see a man in drag uh, spraying perfume and uh, Donald Trump um, kind burying of, his bosom. Yeah. In, in his Did head you recognize the man? Giuliani, as I said. As I said, I asked like, yeah, so I figured you identified him when you saw <laughs> yeah, that. Immediately. It took me three watches to figure out who I was seeing. So if that's his idea of a fucking skit, Gee, does that put any validity into the fucking dressing room situation? Not at all. Uh, hey, give me, hey, give me a little, like Roddy Dangerfield. Give me a little something for fucking trying, man. <laughs> Jesus, that was for a uh, a roast of Julian. Yeah, and um, I can't believe that in the past. Did they fucking do it to his brain? Three. <laughs> past three uh, three years that hasn't been played anywhere. <clears throat> that I saw anyway. Too busy showing him fucking sweat, fucking uh, hair dye. But that, um, listen. Uh, I, if I was if I, I was Giuliani, I would use that tape and then fucking sue Trump for five million for harassment, right? Yeah. Well, if that didn't get you going, a little blue chew will, folks. The stiff one of the week, which is coming, uh, no pun intended, is brought to you by our. Favorite stiff sponsor, Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, guys. Remember the days you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. It's bluechew.com. What are they? They're a unique service. They deliver you the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. Take them anytime. Um, just sign up at bluechew.com. Consult one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, Bang! You'll receive your prescription within days. Uh, best part, it's all done online. No doctor's visits, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets made in the USA, prepared, shipped to your door in discreet packaging. And it works, guys. Just get that confidence, okay? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. We got a special offer for our listeners, as we always do. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code NASH at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code NASH, to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the Stiff One of the Week. The, um, the, st whoa, okay. That's, uh, maybe the Blue Chew kicked in. Let me, let me find out if, uh, if that in fact happened. With Kev, Kev, did the did the blue chew kick in? Did you have to go? No, fucking Giuliani's over there, fucking bitch, and he's tied up too tight. Oh, you had to loosen him up a little bit, take the ball yeah. gag out of his mouth. Yeah. Um, this stiff Gi Gi Giuliani kind of looked like B. Arthur. A, a touch, a touch. Yeah, yeah. B. B. Arthur and uh, uh, Jay Silverheels, what played Tonto on the Lone Ranger? Okay. Um, 
this stiff one takes us to San Francisco, okay? This was at the, um, I want to get this absolutely correct. This was a San Francisco Board of Supervisors meeting. And um, a, uh, a protester um, um, discussing the, uh, the police shooting of a transgender individual who was shoplifting um, decides to handle the, um, her public comment section in the following manner. I don't have any words prepared today. I just want you to feel our pain. I don't know if you can at this point based off your policy choices, but I have to pretend you have some form of empathy left. So I am going to spend the next minute screaming because that is what is going on in here. That is what the trans genocide in this country, in this city has brought me to. So, all right. So, Steve, I I wanted to know if you can isolate the scream. Do we have to? Because I feel I feel that Jesus Christ, it's, feel, it's fucking that's brutal as it is. But you don't feel that um that that this that this is important to have handy for for moments where I don't know. Like, I don't think I don't think fucking somebody's emotions is something to make light of. No, 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 not the, the, no. To, to, the, that's the, what we're, the audio. That's what we're doing, though. Right, right now, I haven't seen this clip before, so I'm seeing somebody that's very distraught, and they're fucking to the point where they're fucking out of their minds, screaming, and we're looking to, for for this thing to be in a gag role. Not her. No, wait, hold on. Not this. Not the situation that that they were, the, the, that well, they were talking the, about. When I when we the hear audio. that when when we hear that scream, my mind's going to go directly to that fucking poor girl, and her fucking anguish. You see, I, I was I was being far more trite than that. I just well, I was just looking to isolate the scream. Well, I, I I I I had disassociated from the actual um, event. I don't see how it was only fucking six seconds ago. No, no, this is what, meaning that the that the sound and the uh, the, uh, the substance of the the substance of the commentary were separate to me. I felt that there were times I wanted, like when I opened an email f- uh, from uh, getting our advertiser statement. I feel like I want to scream like that. Our our financial statement from advertising, our payment. I feel like I want to scream like that sometimes. But you're talking about transgender genocide. That's a little bit more fucking, a little bit higher up on the totem pole than fucking whether or not our advertisers. Pay. Well, anger is anger, and I and that was my anger at the moment that I wanted to scream like that. Well, so what I'm hearing is that you want to do Florida man or Jersey guy right now. 
anything to get us out of is this what I'm hearing out of this awkward fucking moment. Jesus, this 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 is real. This is real life. These awkward moments are are real life. We can't, you know, we can't have a love fest all the time. I'd like just, you to. I'd I, like I, you, as a matter of fact, because of that, I'd like you to call me shallow and and insensitive right now. What's that? I'd like you to call me shallow and and insensitive right now. Uh, why? Because I do. De- because I deserve it, and you should and you should be setting me straight right now, for all the listeners who think that we sit think, around I, and, I, and I, talk I, about Second Amendment and I th- I think uh, and give my, each other hand jobs all day long. I, I think my I think my 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 tone and my uh, my verbiage was. I, I, I wanted a, I, I wanted a, a much more uh, newsworthy uh, lashing than than you gave, but now you're trying uh, exactly. Now you're trying to fucking once again capitalize and make it newsworthy. Listen, Jesus Christ, let it fucking go. The I it was in, I it was in poor taste. I oh, that, thank you. Finally, something. It's in, it's in poor taste. It's in poor taste now. And it's like, just let's just go to Jersey. Let's just not talk about this anymore and go to the next bit. The things that make a good producer make a bad human being. And the things that make a good human being make a bad producer sometimes. I've always copped to that. I've always copped to that. That's a cop. That's what it is. All right. <laughs> Two headlines. <laughs> One, a real Florida man headline. I hope one's gay, some some kind of gay bashing. It's, it's going to be screaming. No, and one one's going to be a Florida guy, and one's going to be uh, a Florida man, Jersey guy. Okay, real headlines. Kevin's record is rather impressive here. Uh, let's see if he can keep it up. All right, first headline: Man calls nine one one multiple times, asking deputies to bring him ice cream and liquor. And uh, the second headline. Ex-daycare owner's vile attack on an Amazon driver ends with hate crime charges. First one's Florida, second one's Jersey. How do you do this? There's nothing. I worked hard to make sure nothing about these two were in any way indicative of the, the stereotypical Florida man. There's another Jersey guy headline. Uh, Jersey guy host makes insensitive segment for the stiff one of the week. Jersey guy, clearly. Um, how did you, why, what about man calls 911 multiple times asking deputies to bring ice cream and liquor was That's, more Florida than... Uh, number one, ice cream. Ice, yeah. Fucking, uh, up north, they fucking, they, they shut... The fucking custard stands and all that shit down for like five or six months because nobody eats ice cream. So, so you're so you're immediately taking well, you're, half the year where people don't go and get ice cream in Jersey, and so that that alone the supermarket maybe it's gonna send it to the supermarket. No, it's a, ice cream and, and and he's calling for liquor. That's so fucking Florida. And the day, the ex daycare owner. Who who yeah. raci- racially attacks a uh, uh, an Amazon driver? The fact that it's Amazon. <laughs> Walmart doesn't fucking Walmart doesn't have trucks dropping shit off at your crib. That's Florida. 
Very good. Very good. And I, I do have a bonus one here. Um, at a public hearing in San Francisco. No. Oh, Jesus in a, No, no. I have a bonus one here. It, it involves a story you told. Uh, Steve, bring up the article. This is a Jersey guy. I almost made this the Jersey guy this week, but you would have gotten it too quickly. It was a Jersey guy that that the sheriff that you work out with had extradited and waited for. And he waited four minutes when he Yes. Yeah. I didn't know. This was a Jersey guy we were talking about. He's had several. They've all been up up north fuckers. Yeah, they fucking threatened to kill him. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, that was it. He was from, uh, what was his, uh, where's he from in Jersey? So we can get a clarification here. Uh, uh, Monmouth Junction, that's down the shore. Yep. Richard Golden was the this... gentleman in question. Um, the, uh, uh, the, big, the big thing, I guess, this week on television has been... If you're into watching two two cities like Florida, like uh, two states like Florida and Vegas, prepare to uh, square wow. off on the ice for the Stanley Cup. Yeah, um, that, boy, if that's that bring, not enough for you, that brings back some fucking uh, fuck nineteen late nineteen sixty feelings of the fucking. I was going to say it ain't seventy seven. The, the original six. Jesus Christmas. I told um, you when I was talking. To you, I was talking to you today. I said, "Fuck, man!" I said, "When when the Hurricanes fucking won the Stanley Cup, I went what? Like you know, they, they, when when the Atlanta got the Flames, or the I guess they were the Thrashers, weren't they? Um, Did they change them to the Thrashers? The thrashers, yeah. And you know, here's the thing: the first of all, the players are from anywhere. Okay, so that it doesn't matter. They, 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 Canadian, uh, Czech, Ukrainian, whatever. They come from all over the place, right. and they can play it on any team. There is just something subtly, psychologically. You... Hockey's played in the winter up here, okay? When I go to a hockey game, I come out, and I'm wearing a fucking jacket. I just watch them play on the ice. Sometimes you, if you're sitting too close, you wear the jacket on, the, you know, if you're too close to the ice. You have to wear the jacket because you're feeling it come off. There's something psychological about it being a winter sport. And that's out the window. But it isn't like Christmas is out the window. I don't know how you guys do Christmas down there. I could never be down there for Christmas. There's an element removed. There's an element removed. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just, it's just a tough swallow. Just, yeah, I mean, no, but it, it, I agree. I mean, it's very... But it's not like the the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think they've they've won fucking three Stanley Cups, and um, the Aces have won one Stanley Cup already. No, I know. I mean, it, it's the team's legit. I I think it wasn't it the first year that Vegas won. I think so. First year out of the gate. But um, all that to say. If you're not watching the NBA Finals or the playoffs, you're probably watching the NBA Finals. And uh, we are recording this uh, the day after we got our NBA Finals matchup locked. Yes. Which is Denver and Boston. Kevin sent me one text after the game. 
Denver will crush. Uh, oh, well, Miami. Excuse me. I, I said Boston. I meant Miami. Denver will crush Miami. Just too big. And that's what you said, too big. Now, I said, I just too thought much the length. impression I got from watching, I watched the full game last night, but I watched clips, was that, you know what? Miami could play a perimeter game. They could they could play a perimeter game. Well, they're the only team that's that's shooting the three with a higher percentage in the playoffs than Denver is Miami. The, it are are it's very close. That's the thing that surprised I think, I, me. I want to think they're I want to think they're thirty not thirty nine six to thirty eight seven maybe. Let's see here. Uh, I, I know they're real. I, I know they're really close. They're the, the free th- the uh, three point percentage. For Denver, yeah, Denver is thirty-eight point six, and where is me? Me three-point percentage, Miami. Yeah, thirty-nine. You're right. So it's yeah. like it's a point four percent differential, and uh, which surprised me. I thought Miami would have had the higher. Also, for their field goal percentage. Denver at 49, Miami it, Miami's, it's 40, 47, was it, 47.2. Yeah. I again got the impression that Miami was draining them at a higher at a higher percentage. Now you look at their um, against opponents, um, Miami's point, Miami's putting 107. An average. This is just playoffs. This isn't regular season. Uh, playoffs thus far. Miami putting 107.4 points on the board to Denver's 108.1. So again, so but in the, less than a point. If you go to the regular season, Miami was the lowest scoring team in the NBA. Oh, for the regular season. For the for the whole season, all teams, Miami was the lowest scoring. Um, so they they brought the playoff game, but you know it was it looked like a convincing win in Boston, and they went seven games, right? So I I know you were surprised. You told me early on that Miami was gonna hang on, but they uh, Jesus did Boston give that game away last night? Yeah, but I mean, I mean fucking turnovers. How big? Is they have that? twenty turnovers, how, probably. How big is, so I, I don't. So this, this this is what you've got. You've got Aaron Gordon, who's who's six. He's six eight, two fifty ish, two thirty five somewhere yeah. around there. Then they got Michael Porter Jr., who's six foot ten. They can shoot the three. Then you got the Joker at seven one. It's just like so. If I'm coaching Miami, I was just going to ask you this. I would. I would. My first move would probably be to see how Kevin Love does against. Uh, the Joker, and at least he, he'll have some. I mean, that would, that would be my first move. I would if they because it, they put Bam on him. Bam's gonna fucking he'll be, he'll be in foul trouble in, in three minutes. Well, right, you can't play that kind of game, you, and you have to spread out the court. I and mean, if and for them for them that zone's not gonna work. Even that 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 the when they they. Break off of that and go to that matchup man to man with this with the uh, 
when they when they just uh, on the picks they just switch. Mm-hmm. They just switch everything. But fucking, you got Murray. You, I mean, you got two. Bo- you know, Boston shot for shit. Right. What was what was their free throw? Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Their uh, three point. I don't even know. Fucking stats. I, I, I want to think it was in the th- like thirty ish. In, in last night's game. Oh, last night they were fucking. Yeah, they yeah. were. They weren't even. They weren't even. Tw- uh, tw- they were maybe twenty one percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. It wasn't twenty five when they when they gave the the uh, the stat out. Like they gave the number of uh, field goals and, and a number of attempts. Three points. Yeah. But you know that when you watch Denver, the difference between Jokovic is when he catches a ball and they ro- he rotates and throws to the fucking guy that's set for the three. Mm-hmm. Boston is half the time the, the guys from Boston are, are catching the ball like this as it's being thrown over to them and they're fucking bringing it down and then shooting mm-hmm. where the Denver guys are fucking are like waiting like this and they go balls like right here bam boom right you know and that's keeping the, it that, low that's the huge huge difference is the quicker that cuz if you know that that ball is going to be there then all you, you your feet are already set Mm-hmm. So once your feet are set, it's just catch, square your sh- shoulders, and a fucking follow through. And I mean, these fucking—it's it, amazing because I'll, I'll I'll go to a couple of pro games every year, and I like to get like all my buddies would be like, I'm like I want to go early. I want to watch these fucking guys warm up, work work out. Because to me, I want to watch. Yeah, what the fuck, you know, like. You're not buying the Bam um, Abed, uh, Ad Abedai Adebayo. Uh. Oh, he's fucking brutal. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think he was. Uh, he was a, a good college player at Kentucky, but they keep. If they would have fucking said one more time on the fucking coverage, they every time he scores twenty points, they win. Bitch, he didn't score fucking twenty points, but one game in that turn in that fucking. Seven game series, I think. I think he had twenty one or four one game. I think he for that for that series. I think he averaged thirteen four. Mm-hmm. I might be completely fucking wrong, but I I just thought that he was. And he they they he can't. He does not have any business bringing the ball up under any kind of pressure, and they kind of use him as like a lead. PowerPoint, like like kind of almost like they use LeBron. He has no handle. It's like, and he can't shoot the ball worth a fuck. I'm like, how the fuck Miami is in the is, is how Miami is the is the best team in the East. It says a lot for that. I don't know what they're fucking paying the coach, but Are they, <laughs> is there any match? Is there any matchup? On the floor that they have, like, what about like at the point, like Murray and uh, what, no, what's Murray's his name, Lowry? Fucking, Murray's Murray's fucking uh, no, they don't they don't match up with Murray. They don't match up like the like I said, they're they're seven foot six ten six eight six nine across the front. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I mean, how how tall is 
Oh, it tells Bam. I think six, nine? six nine, I think. Yeah, I can check right now, but yeah, six, he's like nine, six. So. He's six nine and probably two thirty, two twenty five. Fuck. How do you cha- how do you change your game? I mean, you're you're. There's a reason Denver's fucking been the most successful team with some six. Season. Yeah, six nine, six nine two fifty five. I ain't no fucking two fifty five. <laughs> I don't know. I'm on ESPN, maybe they got it wrong. But um, what do they? What do they got? Fucking with him? If he's two fifty five, what the fuck's LeBron? Pull up LeBron. If if, if LeBron's two forty five, I'm, I'm going to just say check their their the veracity. All right, let's see. Yeah, we're worried about fucking wrestling being a work. All right, here he is. Let's see his uh, his bio. LeBron six nine two fifty. Five so, pounds lighter than so five, five five pounds lighter than and look at those fucking two guys side by side. One looks like fucking scarecrow and the other one looks like fucking should be playing tight end. So you're coaching the team. Every, everyone everyone probably has Miami as the underdog, right? God yes. I, I would imagine first game minimum eight eight points. And uh, so long, you- long seven game series, and you're going a mile up. To, like, playing wrestling in Denver was a motherfucker. Oh, because of the uh, the air. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Then you, I remember we did we did we would do Denver. Then the next night we do Colorado Springs, which was like another twenty five hundred feet up. Mm-hmm. And I, I went like thirty minutes with Triple H in Colorado Springs, and then we fucking. We flew to to L.A. I, I had a whole my whole body done in a casting for the Punisher, so they could make that guy laying at the end of the steps. And then I went and trained legs. I got four or five hours sleep and went and trained chest at Gold's Gym. Got on the plane, was dehydrated as fuck from everything. Drank a little bit of water. Took a gimmick so I could sleep. Woke up. Got there, went right basically to the arena, worked a tag match. It was uh, Hunter and uh, Rick uh, Flair versus me and Sean. Went to Sean. This is a saving grace. Went to Sean's room after the match. We got food, and we got, like, like we drank. I didn't drink any alcohol, and he witnessed me, and... The next day, I walked across the lobby and fucking man, it just I, I I passed out. And well, yeah, they know. um the uh, I mean I'd hear NFL players talk about it all the time with the you know the amount of oxygen yeah. you take. I want to go back to the NBA for one second. So, I know you were pulling for Los Angeles, um, yep, early on. Now, how do you think they would have stacked up? had uh had they beaten denver and had the you don't think that uh but butler's butler's not going to like butler and lebron would be the would be the but they're neither team's going to put their that, that guy on the other guy lebron might go on butler i would not if i was miami i would not put i would not put butler on lebron um, Bam 
Davis will kill Bam. I was going to say what's going on at center. Yeah, Davis will kill him. You know, it's 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 whether or not those other they, they, the the guys they picked up, man, they were. It just seemed like the Lakers ran out of like. It took, it took everything that the Warriors had to get by that young Sacramento team. It took everything the Lakers had to get by a beat-down Warriors team. And, fuck, when that in game four when LeBron had 30, and with about four seconds left, he went down the tunnel and they showed a shot of him on, on TNT. And uh, he took his jersey off, you know? He took his jersey off and it was probably so saturated. He's probably going to change out his Under Armour and his jersey, but just the like his body language to me was, I'm fucking spent, because he had to do that. I mean, it was the fourth game, and he gave everything he did, and that barely fucking. I, I think maybe they're up by maybe two or three, you know, mm-hmm. at half, and it's just like. I, I just I, I knew right then I said fuck man this this ain't this ain't gonna this is it they're gonna get swept right yeah yeah you know it's right like right now like it, it seems like when I'm on Instagram I mean, I follow a lot of like I do like a lot of sports things I follow it seems like everybody's talking about these this debate on who's the greatest you know the goats in, in basketball. That man's you know, gone on forever, but the, the but goat I mean, of all time, greatest of all yeah. time. It's, I mean, and it's like if you say anybody but Jordan, like you know, like. But my whole thing is this, and and like I, I was I was fortunate enough to watch Chamberlain play, and he was the greatest player by far in that era. But I never saw him play live against Chamberlain. I mean, not Chamberlain against Russell. Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Yeah. So I never saw that. That, but at the same time, Ch- you know, Chamberlain had Hal Greer, and a, and a young Chet Walker, I think, for a year or two. But besides that, you know, Chamberlain never had the teams that you know that that. Uh, Russell had and you know when you have these discussions it's kind of weird in 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 basketball because a what position are you talking about right I mean everybody's got a different job on the court number two are you talking about individual performance you can make a case for someone like Wilt even people who who have only seen Jordan that bring up Jordan tremendous individual performances but there are a lot of guys but yeah, that but George, made everyone around them infinitely yeah, but, better. You know, the, when you when you talk about the greatest, I mean, it, it does limit it to pretty much ten players. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I, you're right. I think those ten are on everybody's list. Yeah, but it's, it's what you prioritize. Do you prioritize? Amazing individual highlight. No, my, mine is my mine is the the the, do, the domination of that era by that talent. So, like Chamberlain, as was, an individual, Chamberlain was physically 
the most like they they changed rules because of Chamberlain. They changed rules because of Shaquille. They took the dunk out of college basketball to stop Jabbar. Like those guys were all three of those guys were game changers. Do you, but do you do you prioritize scoring over passing? Assists. I think it's a, no, it's a combination of all. You know, you know that's the because I don't think Wilt. I don't think you could put Wilt in the category for for assists, assists or, Shit. Or, or passing. Look up his last fucking couple of years. I think one one of the seasons for the Lakers. I think he averaged thirteen. Pull up Chamberlain's assists. When Chamberlain didn't have to score, fucking he was he was. He was an unbelievable talent. There was a guy that averaged 50 points a game and 30 rebounds in one season. Okay, stats. No, I don't have a career one. I have year by year, but uh, all right, let me look. Good as 70, um, what, was 71, was he 70? 70, maybe 70 was his first Assists. Short um, his highest year for assists was 67-68 with the Sixers, um, 8.6 assists. His 71 season was four assists. His high, Yeah, that was his highest, 8.6 assists in the 67 And, what, and what, did he, what, did he, what did he average scoring? Um, that season? Yeah. He had eight assists and 24 points. 24 and 8. Uh, his highest point. That's basically what, what um, LeBron did this year. His highest point average. Well, his first year was 50 points. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you average 50 points a game. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I mean, that's 1961. Here's what it is. You're also wearing Chuck Taylors. His, uh, let's see, his field goal percentage is... You got to look for a year with significant points, though. He, he, there isn't a year. There isn't a year without significant. Well, points. I mean, Except I maybe guess the at last the, end. Three, the last three or four with the Lakers. Maybe, That's what I was going to say. At the end, thirteen but, points in nineteen seventy-two. But but, but he shoots seventy-three percent from the fucking floor. Seventy, yeah, seventy-two. So his all right. So if you take a year like nineteen sixty-six, take the, take the year take the year he averaged fifty points a game. What was his field goal percentage? Yeah, fifty. Fifty percent. So he's hitting half of what he's. Right. So he would have. He would have had. He would have averaged a hundred. Well, no. Uh, if his uh, if his field goal average if his field was, goal it was, percentage it was, it was, it was it as high as it was in sixty six, he would average sixty eight. He would average yeah, he average sixty eight points a game. Exactly. So yeah, no. Listen, it, I no doubt, but that, to my point, individual domination. Uh, um, no, but it's court. also but when you talk about you also championships. How many championships did they win? So the greatest of all time would be would be uh, Russell because I think he won thirteen, including coaching. Right, I know, but you don't, you can't do that, right? Because there's been well, great no, I, athletes that like Dan Marino has no ring. And, well, I mean, there's a reason. Well. You Charles say Bark- the, t- the reasons the rest Charles, of the team. Charles Barkley doesn't have a ring. No, right. I mean it's just it. To, to, that's the whole thing. That it's to, to win a, a ring is 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 a lot of it's luck. 
you know, a lot of it's just for a roster spot and you just don't happen to be on, you know, a team that, that wins. Correct. But then, you you know, you look at somebody like Jordan and it's very hard to argue with, with his uh, – he went to the final six times and it was 6-0. and oh. But then so it's who's, the same. Your, who's your who's your first who what do you, who do you start the team with the the all Nash team? My 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 first choice is I would. Do you start at center? Always, but see, I'm old school. So I was going to say that's a very that's a now, very now, old now, philosophy. Now nowadays it's build your team you know, around the center. Well, I mean, then again, you look at the, the best team. The two best, the, the the two MVPs this year were were both centers. MB and fucking uh, Joker were the they were the, they were the tie. Then the third guy's a seven footer, Giannis. So, so you got the freak Joker and fucking MB. They're all fucking seven footers. Where do you where do you put Shaq in all this? Shit, I mean. It's hard for it's hard not to choose him. The only As thing that hurts the only thing that hurts hurts Shaq is his free throw shooting. I was gonna say nothing. Yeah, I mean, but you know, but just as far as just man, like you, you listen to stories from guys that played against him. There was just, it, you know, he was fucking at the end of his career. He was probably three sixty, just still just. Drop stepping and dunking on motherfuckers, but I just think that for me, it's it's Jabbar. Jabbar, even even more so than than Wilt. Yeah, I, I, I would pick Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because if it's in in there, all those guys primes, and I need to get a bucket, I'm 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 going to take Kareem shooting the skyhook. Over anybody else, doing anything else. Yeah, hard, hard to argue against that. E- even though the statistics will tell you that LeBron has hit the most clutch shots of any player in the history of the NBA, number two being Colby. So, and you know, the only thing is, is. For me, like I look at LeBron and I look at the run he's had with it. I mean, he's, you know, changed teams and done a lot of things. But I've never heard anybody that played with LeBron talk shit about him. Well, as a person, you mean? As a as a yeah, as a person or a player. I've never heard anybody. If you're looking for your starting center, you're going to build your team around your center. What's the stat as the as the um, as the coach or, or as the scout? That's going to be most important to you. Is it going to be rebounds? Are you going to look at your boards first? Um, are you going to look? Are no, you going to look, look at points? At, can you can you score in the post? To me, the, the the number one thing that you need to have in order to play, to play pressure defense is you have to have a rim protector. You have to have somebody if if you're going to gamble and fucking pressure the wings and you're gonna fucking play my brand of basketball, which is fucking I, I, you know I like I like people that fucking play defense, and 
you've got to have somebody that, that back there to swat fucking shots. The blocks. Yeah. Mm. We got to get a rim protector. See, uh, <coughs> I'm looking at uh, Shaquille's numbers. His his first year, his debut year for Orlando, he averaged thirteen point nine of fourteen boards a game. And his, uh, what do you have, 24 points? 23, 23 points and a 56% field goal percentage. He was a fucking man. He was a what? presence. I mean, of course. He, well, he watch was massive. It. Yeah, but people forget, man, that, like, that, that fucking Orlando Shaq. You know, they, watch the movie Blue Chips with Nick Nolte as a like coach. Yeah, fucking Shaq is, it's, it's, it's just. It's almost like it's CGI when he does shit in that movie. And it's just Shaq. It's just, you know. I know that fucking, man, like, I I think I could fucking, like, Jabbar's just going to shoot over you. But I don't, he's, but fucking, there's, at my fucking strongest, biggest, baddest, fucking man, there's, there's that one clip of, I think his, his name was Dut. I know it was his last name was Dudley. Chris Dudley. Yeah, and he was he played with the Knicks. He was with the Nets for a while. And fucking there's that he, Shaq takes one fucking step and Dudley fucking like bounces off him and fucking Shaq turns and dunks on him. And as he dunks on him, fucking Dudley's bent over and Shaq takes his hand and pushes him. Oh really? See, see if you can find. See, see, it, it's it's. I've seen it. I'd say it's like the fucking uh, the Buckner fucking deal. It's like one of those deals that's just <laughs> to play it on a loop. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just it's fucking. Uh, he uh, they uh, when he was with the the uh, New Jersey Nets, I was at a uh, a Hoolahan's not far from the uh, the arena where they played at the time, the Meadowlands, and. Um, he it was after a game and he was in there and he was drinking at the bar and um I was talking to him. I, I had uh I had tickets for either like the next game or the, the game after that when Boston was coming to town. I would always try to get in and see Larry. And uh so I uh I was bullshitting with him and he, he was very big, big hands. I mean some of these guys you look at them, you go, Wow, he'd be impressed and and on the court he just looked completely lost all the time and his free you remember his free throw shooting was comical i mean it was guys with big hands use your horrible free throw shooting he was horrendous i i offered that night only just listen i could give you some free some uh free throw pointers before your fucking selfie game i bet you appreciated that he left he left that's yeah. the kind of guy that's the kind of guy i was um chris dudley so all right so the spread you're, luck, you're lucky to be alive he would have to catch me first, that big slow prick. Fuck uh, that. The, uh, the spread for Thursday night's game. What did you say before? I think you hit it. What did you say? I said eight. Yeah, it's uh, eight and a half. Okay. That's, I mean, that's. And the over-under is 219. And I, I, t- I, took, I took the heat in eight and a half, and Boston fucking was up by a billion, but they just. Right. Quit playing hard, and they ended up Miami uh, lost by nine. So fucking, I didn't cover. Turned around, took the Celtics giving two and a half. They win by one. Don't cover. It's like 
fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Like, why am I even betting? What? It's like, then I, I keep telling myself, yeah, but man, can you imagine what it's like to watch a game with no action? No, like, I know. You know what I mean? I don't even give a fuck if it's a hundred bucks. Right. No, I know. You know. It makes it so. It makes it yeah. so infinitely better. Because then you have a reason for, when your wife looks at you and she goes, why are you screaming at the TV? They can't fucking hear you. Because I got money on it, my fuck. Tremendous. Yeah. Um, folks, maybe you want to attend the uh, the game. Maybe you'd like to uh, be there in person. Let's go online. Let's see. Steve, let's see. Go on game time. Let's go. Let's see what's some... co. It's let's not see what's com, some... it's let's... co. Let's see what some, some decent fucking uh, finals tickets are going Let's for. see if we can get some tickets for Thursday night's game there. Um, while Steve brings that up, I'm going to tell you that this is the place to get last-minute tickets at the guaranteed lowest price, okay? Buying tickets for these things should not be stressful, difficult, and you should be able to do it at the last moment. Here, we just found out what the game was going to be last night, right? So we're going to have to jump in and we're going to have to get our tickets quickly. So, uh, and I love the interface. The app is so easy to use. You click on the seat, you get to see your view of the court or whatever, the ring, the stage, whatever you're going to see. So now we're looking at a ticket right now, Steve. Show for... me, show me halfway up, halfway up center court. Yeah, the, yeah, the mic is behind you at this point. Talk, to, uh, talk right there. H halfway up center center court. Right there. Yeah, we got, what's that right there? All right, so halfway center court, bottom is, section now. This is yeah, bottom is how much? You have to zoom, Steve. I can't see the uh, what is that price right there? Go ahead. Uh, it is. Did you say say fifty one thousand nine hundred dollars? No, I don't think so. This is a thought. What does it say? A thousand nine hundred twenty. Yeah, there we go. There's this. Okay, so thousand. Yeah, thousand nine hundred twenty. So get, give me second tier. I don't mind being a part of the second tier here. Not we're basketball. The, we're on the game time. To, no, you really mezzanine. Fuck that! I can see the whole court. You see the play develop behind the. You uh, can't get the fucking. Yeah, you're not gonna, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! Gotta teach this kid. Everything is insensitive. Fucking. Reads and yeah, you're, fucking you're, nobody be able to hear you screaming up on those fucking nosebleeds. <laughs> Got you to put over the screen finally. Um, all right, so listen, gametime.co. This is the place for last minute tickets. This is what we're fucking around. We're here with guys, and the promo code click K L I Q is going to get you whatever tickets you decide to get with twenty per twenty dollars. Excuse me, off of your first purchase okay it's the fastest growing ticket app in the country and there's a reason for that guys i love the interface you get images you can download the app you don't have to go to gametime.co just put the app on your phone that's what i did i got my that's the easiest way to do way. it easiest way to do it um create an account go there now redeem the code kliq for twenty dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed thank you game time Back to click this, the Kevin Nash podcast. Um, and uh, this is your favorite time. It's all of our favorite time. It's fan access to Kevin Nash. Um, you can has hashtag ask Nash. 
and we will grab some of those questions. Or you can join us here in the live audience. Every show is a live audience taping. And we'll take some questions from our folks here who are members of the Eleven Soft Club. If they're still awake. We've we had a big bullshit session for about twenty minutes there, uh, in between commercials. But uh the original Travman has written Big Kev, what was your biggest payday in the acting world? Can I guess? I want to guess. It's Magic Mike. Mm, the second one because of the points. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Um, second place, the first Magic Mike? Yes. Okay. Fernam Schnavitz, the third. Anytime How- a movie does $100 million, it gets made for less than like eight. There's a little You're, bit of profit yeah, to, there's to be little, 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 little something there. Little, little something there. Dog was no slouch. Dog did well on a, on a low. Yeah, I think a, you mentioned that. That's that surprised yeah. me. With yeah, that. I mean, it was just it was just some nice checks that you know. You had some profit participation there as well. Yeah, I, I think I was one of the few. I think Channing just buddy system made because, you know. But oh, so. We were on break when we brought this up, so I need, I have to bring this back up, back mm-hmm. up, so the people at home won't do this. But so last night after the uh, the Heat game, and I want to make sure everybody knows it out there that I'm a huge Heat fan. Like I want the Heat to win. I just don't think they've got much of a chance. But then I've said that against the Bucks. <laughs> That's, I mean, I've said it all the way through this 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 whole this right. whole fucking and here run. they are, yeah, yeah, and they're and they're in the final. So, I just it goes against. But then again, this this could be the year. At the same time, the Nuggets have never won anything. So, you know, I think the Nuggets were in the finals. Uh, or they were in the conference finals against the Lakers in the bubble. I think that's the furthest they've ever went. So. Um, so after the game was over, I was just like I was kind of jazzed because they, they blew them out, and you know my team was going forward because my Lakers had, had shit the bed already, and I decided to go on Max, not HBO Max, but Max because he knows how to do that now. Because <laughs> I know, yeah, and um, I saw the movie Barbarian, and I had remembered like hearing, you know, some some hoopla about this barbarian movie and i knew it was a horror movie it was kind of like um like like a a saw you know like a low budget you know but like really you know kind of a and when i I can just say this if i had to to categorize it without giving anything away it's kind of saw meets um blair witch so that's kind of where this where this kind of goes, and I found myself fucking really, really into it, and I'm, I'm talking about I mean absolutely stone sober watching this. Really? Yeah, because I, I can't drink because of the stem cells. Right. And I I, I don't do th. I mean, I trained. I trained arms yesterday, so like I trained chest today, so like my shoulders and chest there. So when I 
when I go home, I'll take some some, some cannabis, you know, to, to take the pain away. But um, like last night, I just I, I just didn't feel like it because I just wanted to get some sleep and I just want to watch. But then I, I watched that movie and I got then I got jazz jazz. I was like, fuck. So, I got Barbarian. I have to. This episode brought to you today by Barbarian. Um, yeah, on Max. I have to find it. Okay. I'll check it it's out. Pretty, it's pretty easy to find. It's right. I mean, what, did I, what, what was it? It was underneath. Like, like it, when I pulled up Max, it went to Succession, which I had watched on Sunday. And then I, it just said other choices or something. Like I just. And it recommended this. And it, yeah, it went down. I went down below it, and there was. Does the barbarian have bumbling kids that he's going to leave his killing spree to? Uh, uh, just wondering why, after succession, it recommended barbarian. No, they, he, that there, there, there was there were several ch- choices there. Mm-hmm. I just think that they were trying to. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't my only choice, but it was just. It's not like it used to be where you went to the home and it was it was just all HBO shit like you couldn't watch yeah, well, there's a whole other catalog in there now. Yeah, this yeah, there's yeah, so, so there's so much more streaming now and this movie was there. I was trying to find the one that Batista uh had just done. The, not what, Guardians. What, you, you, uh, no, the uh, knock of the knock on the cabin. Oh, that's a nice movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was looking for that, and but I think that's on Prime Video, which I don't have because I saw an ad for it. It was like mm-hmm. a couple of, and actually there was like several things, but I wanted to see that movie because I heard Dave was good in it, and I liked the, I liked the premise of it. I thought that would be because I was looking for that kind of a movie and then ended up fucking backing into this barbarian, which I don't think fucking, uh, I don't think anything could have, like, it was so, it was so film school shot from the beginning that, um, and it is also like it involves an Airbnb. You know, oh, that's part of the storyline, which, you know. Clearly they didn't clear the house with the butcher knife, I'm guessing. Nope. Nope. But, uh, no, it was one of those. Uh, so it was, it was it was kind of just kind of, it was a, a really good uh, fit for where my brain was at last night. Okay. And, and I, I, the word has come in that apparently a Peacock has the uh, knock on the cabin if you have a okay. Peacock subscription. I think I, I don't have I think it's peacock. also at clickthistv.com for those of you out there looking to see. Sign up yeah. there and see if it's there. Maybe it's there as well. I believe that's there. Fernand um, Schnavitz, how fucking great was Howard Finkel? I wish he was immortal because he's the greatest ring announcer ever, in my opinion. Any memories or good stories about the Fink? I've said it before on this show that if you were anywhere in the Northeast, but especially fucking that in New York City area, and you you know had to go like there's nothing worse than having like TV at the Manhattan Center, going out to stay at the Jetport in Newark on Route Nine, 
and then having to make it out to Long Island the next day. And you know you got to go across the Verrazano Bridge uh, from there's there. There's no way to do it. There's no way to do it. That's but I mean, it's helicopter. Yeah, it's – and he would like, – Take you know, go over the Throngs Neck Bridge to so, so the da, 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 and lo and behold, man, he was like he was Waze before Waze was you know. He knew his way around that motherfucker. Brilliant, that's fantastic. Never heard that about the thing. Uh, audience questions. What do you got? Only, there, guys? It's because the only the whole show. He, he only did that for the click. Right. <laughs> Kept everyone else down. Yeah, we had to hold them down, man. Nobody else made their uh, promos because of it. Ex- uh, oh, know. wait. We're, we, 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 didn't, we didn't go into the succession thing yet, did we? Yeah, that was top of the show. But you, you, you want more? No, we, we didn't. Yeah, I guess we did. I put it over. You thought it was meh. But we really didn't go into what happened. Well, we were, I think we were being considerate of those that take right. three weeks to watch all right no we're, we're good then okay ryan i saw you uh, with a question uh dallas page said on a steve austin podcast about a road story involving him kev and jake roberts in rick rude's car and the car having issues always wanted to know big kev's outlook so we go to tampa and the next day we have a shot at the at the Omni, but it's like afternoon shot. So, Rude, um, his like first thing that of, of any significance he bought, I want to think it was, God, maybe a Bonneville. I, I I feel bad that I don't remember exactly what the car was. It was a it's blue, giant blue, convertible, white convertible top. And so Dally's going to drive and me and Jake are going to drink beer and Jake's going to sit in the back seat. And we put the top down, we go go get our beer and we take off. And it's just like, it's just great, man. It's just, you know, it's like a six hour, you know, six and a half hour drive. Good, you know, Jake's a a great... um, Guy to have in your car because Jake's got a thousand stories, and um, you know we were under the, the we were you mean Dallas and I were young boys then, not age wise but as far as just you know experience wise, mm-hmm. and you know Jake was just telling stories and you know all of a sudden fucking the dash just kind of flashes, flashes again. And fucking all of a sudden, man, just the, I don't know if the generator, whatever it was, but this motherfucking Bonneville just goes black. Headlights, everything goes black. Engine stops. We're, now we're coasting down the right-hand lane of I-75. <laughs> and um, it's like, and I mean, I'm not kidding you. I bet you we were. 12 miles from any direction it wasn't that long because Jake actually Jake got out of the car and walked back to the fucking like one of those boxes you know those on the side of the road where they had the emergency boxes yeah 
Yeah, so he, he went he went there and, and, and called and a record service came. And then the record service brought us, God, man, how the fuck did we get back? How did we get to Atlanta? We had to have gotten a rental car. Was this one a rental, the Bonneville? No, it was fucking, it was like, it was like my Bronco. It was like fucking, like Rick had, had got it since like an early payday. It was like his, oh, his, his, his baby. baby. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he was moving back, he was moving to Atlanta and he had he had kept it down. He had a house down in uh, Tampa. And I think, I think Rude had sold the house in Tampa and this Bonneville was in the garage and he wanted to move it up to his, his crib in uh, Atlanta. And um, we were, you know, we were anointed to, to do it because we were knuckleheads. So. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, thank you. Anyone else in the audience? Guys have waited it out. A long two and a half hours thus far. John Thompson. Could Brian Bosworth have made a go of it in the business? I think his shoulders were so fucked up after football. Uh you know, I think he just fucking. What was the movie? It was horrendous. He gave that one. He gave Stone it a... Cold. Stone Cold. Is that what it was wasn't called? It, wasn't horrendous? Oh Jesus, Kevin! It was exactly... You had to be stone cold to to enjoy yeah, it. It was it was what it was supposed to be. I guess right. I suppose uh, NWO Steed. Can you talk more about? TNA skits like the PCS challenge or Dr. Nash any funny stuff that didn't make it on TV Bob Backlund standards authorized by Bob Backlund shit man look at the shit that fucking made it you think we cut anything fuck <laughs> I tell fucking I tell two guys they need a circumcision I said maybe you haven't noticed but I've got razor sharp by cuspids that fucking played so, oh, that aired. Okay, yeah, yeah. That that airs. I mean, there was no. no. Who oversaw that stuff there? Bor Borash was was our fucking like he produced. Oh, it. they left him to produce those. Okay, and you put me and Borash in a room, and it's gonna it could be debauchery, right? So, very good. Yeah. That was um, I, that was a. I can't remember a time in the business that I was more looking forward to going to TV than when I was with Alex Shelley. I just that, I mean, I don't know if I was just an old vampire and it was just nice to be around all that young fucking talent, that fucking blood, mm. you know, and those guys were fucking just, I remember one time that I got pissed off. Uh, Cause I used to, I used to dress down, down with the, you know, the young guys, the cruiserweights and that. And um, the uh, the TNA decided that they were going to make the the guys that were coming into TVs, uh, and you know the, the the lesser paid talent was was would stay at the Holiday Inn Express, <coughs> and they were they it, you know we're we're going to a um, cost cutting procedure where the guys were going to have to share a room. But still picked up by TNA. How many? What do you mean? How many guys? Yeah. No, two guys. Oh, just two. Okay. Yeah, everybody instead of having their own room was going to have to share a room. Okay. And they're fucking bitching about it, and I'm like, "You motherfuckers!" 
I said, when I went up to WWE, I said, we had four motherfuckers in a room. Right, mattress on the floor deal. We were, we, were, we were picking it up, and we were getting paid fucking 75 bucks to fucking do TV. Like, mother, are you, you really? And you just say to yourself, that's just, you know, different times. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, wow, I'm arguing with myself. Because right. I was when when I we got in a position to make sure that they you would, didn't fuck the young talent anymore, we gave you know we made sure that there was a little bit higher standards, right? So we have no idea. I saw, I saw something today. I don't know if it was if it was a shoot or not, but 27 years ago, um, Jeff Hardy had a match with with Pac, and it was his de- his pro debut. Is that or was that like an an old tweet that? Somebody had retweeted. This was Jeff's debut? 27 years ago today, maybe? I'm can doing I, the math. Can, can it, anybody? It could be. Can anybody yeah. look that up? Can anybody look that up and see if? I'm sure we'll get it. Steve's on the case. Thanks, Steve. It was that. Let me see. Someone saw it, too. So Wesley said, it. yeah, Wesley says he saw it. While they do, I'm going to ask you allegedly well over 400 pounds' question. He says, I'm watching The Devil's Rejects. I remember DDP being in the movie as a bounty hunter. As much as I think he did a good job in the film, I always felt that role was meant for Kevin Nash. Did Rob Zombie ever approach you for a role? No. There's a sequel. Let's see. We got something on here. May 23rd, 1994. So that very well could have been his debut match, given his age. Makes sense. Yeah. May twenty May 23rd, 1994. So, yeah, last week you saw that, okay. and that would be correct. Um, how about anybody else from the audience? What do we got? What do we got? James Bedford. I was going to ask you how you think you'd down one oh one on one on on the Joker in your prime, but I'll go with a wrestling question. Any insight on the choice of Diesel for your WWF name? We'll take both. How would you handle Joker underneath? Same way, kick him in the balls, punch him in the side of the head. See if I can get him to fight me. Um, the diesel, the diesel uh, that came from the term diesel is mean is a, is somebody that's jacked on the streets like that dude's diesel. So uh, Shane McMahon brought that is the name for me. So that was Shane's. Shane came up with that. So excellent. And then that was before Shaq Diesel. I do remember the Shaq Diesel, and I have a really bad Caucasian confession right now. I had the cassette, the the rap cassette, Shaq's, uh, where he, uh, there were some guest appearances on it. He does well. electronic music now. He DJs. Well, that I don't have. That's yeah. any salvation for no, me. No, I, I just saw it on Sha- like that show Shaq's Life or whatever. Mm-hmm. Shaq yeah. Life. Yeah, I had that. Had the Tone Loke cassette, uh, which Funky Cold Medina was on. I was uh, I was working at the at the Cheetah. Every time that came on, I'd fucking go 
Like, all right, like I, I can listen to this a lot. Yeah, that was ubiquitous that summer, man. That uh. and uh, Wild Thing, that was the other cutoff. That. There was a lyric on a song there that was, I always felt like a poser when I was kind of rapping along to it, getting ready in the morning. L- look in the mirror, um, check the mirror, see my face sexy brown like syrup. I just, I don't know, I always felt ill-equipped to deliver the line. I sang it, though. Uh, what else we got from the audience? Live audience, what do we got? Who's with us? Ryan. I wonder who Kev thinks is the top three guards in the NBA. Currently? Current. Let's see. What do you think, Ryan? You talking about now? Yeah, it's got to be top three guards in the NBA. It's got to be now. Um, One's Curry. Uh, Booker. From Phoenix, and shit, man. I depending on that. I mean, Murray's up. Murray's fucking. You're gonna put Murray in. I mean, the thing that'll be interesting is whether or not that white boy Horn will play. With a because he has a he averages twenty a game for the Heat. That white boy off the bench. No, he started. He was a starter. Was <clears throat> they lost him and that uh, Ola Depo, whatever the the kid that was. He said, "It we we had him here in, in Orlando, and then he I think he went to um, Indiana and had fucking injury problems, right? And then he went down to the Heat, and I think he he had well, he's, in, he's injured right now. So, okay, so Ryan, take those three. Yeah, Anybody else before we wrap it up? Give deference to the uh, Brandon Douglas. When you powerbomb the giant on his head, how difficult was it to powerbomb the bigger guys? And was there any heat between you and Paul afterwards? I think we talked about this one episode. You didn't have anything with him, right, after that? No. I didn't. He dropped his arm. I mean, he just... I told him in the back I didn't want to do it. I just said, you put on too much weight and I can't can't get you. Mm Mm-hmm. He said, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. He was athletic as fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. So he thought he could pull it off, and he just, he was chain-smoking cigarettes, eating fucking hot dogs, and it just didn't happen. And we, we fucking, you know, thank God we, um, you know, we didn't get injured because I, I never injured anyone right. in my career. And Well, the, the hot dogs and the cigarettes will do it. Uh, we'll injure you if the power bomb doesn't. Well, I mean, just you know, we I just so I mean, I didn't have I, what they did. If you re, if you recall, uh, Brandon was they uh, after that they outlawed the the jackknife, they outlawed my finish, and then I used it on occasion here and there. But it was a fine, and Hogan paid the fine. So that was the, that was the storyline going forward on the botch. Very good. That I was I purposely tried to. To, to hurt Paul White. Was there one more that popped up there? We'll get that in. Do you plan on doing conventions close to where you live in Florida? I live near Cape Canaveral. No. Nothing no. coming up? No, nothing. I, it's just too small of a market. Gotcha. Well, I, try not, I try not to do anything in Florida. I've always been like, you know, don't... I, I learned a long time ago when you do illegal businesses... That 
The one thing you never do when you run a scam is run the scam in the state that you're in because that way if anybody checks when you're running the scam, if you don't do business in the state, the Better Business Bureau won't have any complaints. And you'll call and you'll say, hey, uh, that Powerbomb Pizza, is that a scam? Well, we don't have any complaints here. Right. No, not the power, not the power bomb, not the power bomb pizza is fucking a scam. I'm just well, there. See a little, uh, a little help, a little life advice, a little business advice. We try to give you everything, and we and we've given you all. We've given you all we can give you. We're out of gas. We're like we're like <laughs> yeah. we're playing in Denver, Spoke, sucking sp- wind. Sp- spoken by somebody that was arrested by the FBI. But <laughs> I um, learned that. I, I did learn that though. You were arrested by the FBI? Yeah. For? This is a whole episode we could do. Oh, you think? Coming next week. No. Stay tuned. Cliffhanger. If you, if, you know, if, you, if you know it, then you fucking know it. If you don't know it, you don't know it. Well, the ch- there's the challenge, public. Ask about it. No, you, you, won't, you won't, I won't. I won't give it. So you won't you, sell it. Okay. Click This is a production of Butch and Sundance Media, produced in association with Podcast Heat, created by Tristan Ash, Kevin Ash, Sean Oliver, producer Steve Kaufman, graphics by Dominic D'Angelo, title sequence by Wesley Burleson, theme song by Dale Oliver, technical research by Tristan Nash. copyright 2023, Butch and Sundance Media. Kev, you want to do another one? Yeah, because I don't feel like we covered anything this week. Do we? It just seemed like, it just seemed like this thing fucking... What, we what the last time? two hours and the last two hours and thirty nine minutes you're talking about? Yeah, it's just like I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just but you know what it was. We talked sports. You had fun. Yeah, we talk. If I, if I love to talk sports. Yeah. Well, that's what the gimmick is. It's what's on Kevin's mind. Yeah. Sometimes was, it's the Biden doppelganger. No, I learned my lesson after that. Sometimes it's uh, you know. Who's who's going to be posting up against? Um, we didn't. Did Joker. we talk about anything political tonight? Well, we mentioned uh, that you know we mentioned off camera that the debt ceiling had cleared the uh, first hurdle seven to right. six. Okay, but um, no, we're we're free of stink this week. We're smelling like a rose this week, baby. I actually um, the Biden whales. I, also, I, yeah. but I know. I did. I dis. I disliked McCarthy. Um. I just didn't think he was like the right guy, but I don't know, man. He, he, I don't know. I think I think he I think him and Biden both played a pretty good game of chess against each other. Yeah, but but not atypical of what we've seen for the last forty years with these two positions. When it's yeah, two but different I thought, parties, I, 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 nobody's Opposite no, ends of the world, and then nobody's and then yeah, but nobody's had nobody's had that that fringe that McCarthy has. No, n- he hasn't. And if you if you just just having Green alone, I mean that Green Green is like fucking going to a vote and having that that scream. That's what Green is. That's what Green is in the House. What a plate. She's that fucking scream, man. Would have played it every time. We that's every time up. she opens her mouth. That's what I hear. Well, she you called know? for decorum a couple uh, last week. Did you catch that one? And the yeah. whole floor laughed at her. She was the one screaming liar during the fucking State of the Union, and she called mm. for decorum. Yeah, she probably needs a th- thesaurus to fucking know what decorum actually 
Let's do another half hour on. This is how we're going to do it every week. We're going to front load with sports, and then we'll ride out the last half hour with whatever MTG's up to. No, that's not. I don't want to put her over.